Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Brachos Tav Chavches in the Ozohadar print. Um, I just want to start off that two things. First of all, I'm going to carry over from what I spoke about last time. It was a little long, but basically the when there's a machlokas between Baba Yerushalmi and to follow who's closer, etc. But I just want to say that the contrast is always very um, awe-inspiring to me, that you have the Chassan as Patsar Mekriyashma and the story of Rabbi Gamliel about how he got married and his Talmudim asked how he still said Shema. And then you have the next Mishnah, which is how he becomes an Avo when his wife dies and the Talmudim ask him, um, you know, about his actions and trying to learn Halacha. And that contrast of, you know, I one time heard at a Shevard Baruch someone one time said to a Chassan, which was, I guess, sobering because based on the Gemara and the Bavli, it says you're supposed to break the glass and like Tosa says, to sober him up. So he said that in, in life, people basically gather four times in a person's honor. When they're born, for their bris, for the other bar mitzvah, the second time, um, and the third time is at their wedding. So he said to the chassan, he said, just remember, you've done all three now. The only other time people get together in person's honor is for their funeral. Very sobering, and I wouldn't necessarily um, recommend saying that at a shavu brachos, but nonetheless... Um, some people, you know, have their opinions about what they want to share, and this person thought it was appropriate. But anyway, the point is, it is true, generally, and a um, person should live his life the fullest, and you see that con- that that very, very stark contrast of a wedding and, and death. Um, okay, so I want to apply what we said last week, because there's a phenomenal story of Nirushalmi here, which is awe-inspiring as well, and, um, and then literally apply what we just talked about, because it's literally an application of everything we talked about, Bavli versus Yerushalmi, and Halacha, and how to understand things. So here we go. So um, the Bavli, you remember, is talking about whether a chassan is allowed to be with his wife. Um, that's why he's spotted from Shema. He's Tarad, she's a Basula, etc. So um, they asked the famous Shiloh, and it's Mahalikas, Robin Shmuel, um, about whether a chassan is allowed to be with his wife the first time on Shabbos, whether it's allowed or whether it's prohibited. So... Um, so the Gemara says that um, that Shmuel held there was Usser. And Rav's opinion wasn't so clear. Okay? So Binyamin Ginzachia. Binyamin from the city of Ginzachia. Again, the word Ginz, uh, Ginzach might have something to do with the story of it. There's a cutting down of his life, as we'll see. Nafak Amar, and he came out and he poskined. He fought, he he poskin Mishmeda Rav, quoting Rav, Mutter, that it's Mutter to um to be with a Basula the first time on, on Shabbos. It's not a problem of of um of of uh there's no problems with Shabbos then. Shaw Shmuel, Shmuel heard about this, um, seemingly because he held that was Usr. But and he was very upset. He was angry at Binyamin for saying this in the name of Rav. Um and what happened? The Gemara says that tragically um, Umis, Benjamin died. Now, you would think, okay, well, he died, and, you know, it's really sad. But Kari and Shmuel himself said about his death, Baruch Shenegafo, Buzz Hashem who smote him. And Ron Rav, he said, Lo yu'una l'tzadik ha'avon, um, the tzadik, even in his death, there, Hashem doesn't allow anything bad to befall him. So, what do we see? Seemingly, again, this is according to the reading of the Haredim and many other Mepharshim, they're reading it that there's a Chagas Rav and Shmuel, um, and Shmuel held that Rav agreed with him, and seemingly, and therefore um, this Binyamin, who's misquoting him, was causing a very big error to happen that 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 this person, um, you know, might uh, be with his wife for the first time on Shabbos. Okay. Um, now, there are other ways of reading this entire Gemara, and we'll see. There's a couple of problems. So let's let's explain what the problems are. 
Okay, so I want to just say that there's many, there's a huge machlokas about how to read this actual Gemara, but that's how the Haredim and many of the Mepharshim read it, and that's a simple understanding. And you'll see why there's a huge machlokas, because there's a lot of problems. So, okay, first of all, if you look at the Bavli, the parallel sigi is in Ksubastav's Zion of Adolf, and it says beforeish in the Bavli that it's mutter to be bowl for the first time on Shabbos. And this is exactly what we talked about, whether if there's machlokas between the Bavli and Yerushalmi, what do you do? And clearly, this story seems to point that Shmuel is saying explicitly with a story that somebody died because of it. It's Usr, okay? And in Shulchan Aruch, Aruchayim, um, you can take a look over there in Hilchah Shabbos, 280, Halacha 2, it says explicitly that, that it's Mutter, and we pass him like the Bavli. So you see, Mahogas Bavli Yerushalmi, seemingly, and you have a story here, which contradicts what we said yesterday, that here's a story, and that's what he holds. Now, there's a big problem here that the Mufarshim would try to reconcile the Bavli and Yerushalmi, okay? So, seemingly, the simplest reading of this Bavli is that Shmuel was upset that either you're misquoting Rav, Rav never said that, or, or he was upset that, um, how are you posking against me? But either way, you see Shmuel held clearly that, that it's Usr, live all with Chilab Shabbos the first time. Now, the Mara Fulda and the Stei Yoshua, here, they actually say that, that no, that Rav did permit it. He did. So what did Benyamin do wrong? Now, he actually quoted it properly. But since, since what, what, did, what was Shmuel's tie on him? Shmuel argued with Rav himself, and he said it was forbidden. And Binyamin had said his psak in the Asra, in the place of Shmuel. And Shmuel was the, was the Marda Asra. He was the Rav here. So therefore, that's why he was Chayabisa. So um, he, he undermined the authority of the Rav here. And then... Um, what, so what's the Yuna Tzadik call oven now? What, how is Rav spared? Rav is spared because even if his, his Psach is right in his area, it shouldn't be applied here in, in Shmuel's area. And that also would have been something that hurt Rav. That's how they explain. But here's what's, here's what's even more wild, because it literally ties into what we spoke about yesterday, and that is that in the Bavli and Ksubas Davav, it says explicitly that Rav and Shmuel agreed, okay, um, it says that it, it says that, I'm sorry. It says that Rav and Shmuel argued, and that um, and that there was a machlokas whether it was mutter or not. Even though, like I said, the Bavli says it's mutter and Shulchan Aruch says it's mutter. And after they died, there was a huge machlokas what they held. Um, the the Talmudim of Rav said that Rav mattered it, which seems seems to be the simple reading here, and that Shmuel forbade it. But um, the people in Ardai, where Shmuel lived, they held that Rav was one who who ossered, and Shmuel was one who mattered. So this is very confusing because here you have an explicit Gemara where somebody died because of it, seemingly because of Shmuel. Okay, so that's a very fascinating thing. There's one more thing that I wanted to bring down, which was a very interesting thing, and that is that the Gemara here refers to um, the Bavli, sorry, the Rishami refers to the sages of the south versus the north. In, in the Alachas of Avelis, it, it talks about this. So what does that mean? So basically... The um, Amoram who wrote the Yerushalmi, who learned up the Yerushalmi Sugis, were located mostly in Tveria, Sipori, and the Galil. And everything out, and that was more northward of, of Eretz Israel. And everything outside of that, the Haredim says, they called the south. So that's what it refers to when it says south versus north, and there's a Mahogis between the two. And they basically said a little bit disparagingly that the ones in the south, we're the ones that have a scholarship, and the ones in the north, I'm sorry, the ones in the north, us, the Bali Ha Yerushalmi, we understand things, but the other ones in the south are not as great scholars. If you look in Yerushalmi Psachim 5 3, you'll see the exact same thing. Haredim brings this down. 
but basically the sages of the south were not in the, held in the same esteem. Maybe they didn't learn as well, but that's what the Gemara is talking about when it says the south and the north, but you see there's a certain standard there that they are holding them to. I hope that um, enhanced your understanding. Have a great day.